no soldiers in Zeon, so we are certain to be victorious in this war! Scum, the gang tried to sneak their way onto Luna 2 via a plan that Niles didn't explain and then <laughs> pushed them all into and went kind of tits up. Mad Gun and Tiny are being taken off to the medical bay. Oh shit. And Lone Star is being taken to be interrogated. Oh yeah, I forgot. Ugh. Yeah, you know, this old song and dance. Where did I stab myself? Leg? Arm? Leg? I think you stabbed yourself in the arm. I can't okay, remember. Cool. Uh, it was a bad idea to do in general. Shut up. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. You're panicking and so naturally. On the fly. I was very calm when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to use a bit of the doubt, but okay. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Tiny, Madgun, you're being led by the guards. Slowly they peel away till it's just basically one of them leading you along. They don't seem to be, like, worrying too much about you, you know? You know, you're feddies. They know you're feddies. They're feddies, too. And so he just leads you to the med bay. Now, you can tell from being walked through Luna 2 that it has recently seen some damage of late and it is under some repairs. Eventually, you entered into a vacuumed area. Uh, and you can remove your helmets. The guard does so with his own. And you are taken to the med bay. And the guard kind of just stands there at the door. The door opens and the medical bay is mostly empty, it seems. The guard just kind of looks at you guys. Hey, why uh, why the ghost town in here, guys? Uh, short staff. Hi. Uh, oh. <laughs> Ignore the dog in space. <laughs> Uh, we're short staffed in here uh but uh <laughs> it's just one guy and a dog we're short we're short staffed in here all right? no there's just a dog running around you know how like when sometimes you're in bad neighborhood there's a dog just running around oh, like mine yeah <laughs> literally there is a anyway you just Man. like uh, bad part of town you just see like packs of dogs <laughs> It's like again, <laughs> this feels personal. Here. All right, you're going outside. I'll wait for Matt to put his dog outside. <laughs> All right. So. So I was leading the rescue party. No. You're being led into <laughs> the medical bay. <laughs> um, and the med bay is a bit of a ghost town. And the guard has informed you that it is, uh, they are short staffed and that there's a doctor in there somewhere and then leaves. So, do we go find the doctor? Do we wait? I mean, you're still bleeding, and you, Mad Gun, needs a doctor, so. Uh, let's go find a doctor. All right, boss. Uh, how you feeling right now, man? As long as the mission gets completed, you know, when we get out of here, I'll be all right. 
I can work with that. Uh, we just got to find this doctor and question him and maybe get his help. Also, do you have a bandana? Um, no. Did you make it part of our like loadout and I didn't know about it? No, um, I'm just bleeding a lot and it's not stopping, so... I could mm. tourniquet your arm with my belt. It's not that severe. I just need some pressure. Is there anything around I can just... Oh, there's plenty of empty hospital beds and stuff like that. Pillowcases, stuff like that, all over the place. All right, I'm just going to rip a pillowcase up and just, like, wrap my arm. You know, in a disaster movie, when it shows a hospital that's been abandoned and run through... It looks like that. Like, this shit is a mess. It almost looks like someone raided it for supplies and stuff. So probably not going to find any good drugs. Got it. Probably not. As you make your way through the empty med bay, um, it becomes very clear once you reach a split in the hallway that uh, there is a light down one of the corridors coming from a door. Uh, And that's about it about the only hint you have for anyone being active here well i see the light let's do that as you begin to near you start to hear a distant echo of a television anything cool on any current events doesn't sound like it's a modern tv show it has the distinct sound of a classic television show when you reach the room uh, you can see that there is a pudgy man sitting watching television, and uh, he's wearing a white coat. Uh, on the television, he's watching a, uh, it looks like a detective in a brown coat who's very tired looking uh, and uh, very much wearing a through with this shit expression. It has just confronted the bad guy of the episode. What is this, Matlock? No. Uh, it sounds like Columbo. It sounds like Columbo uh, because it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got this confused in my brain. That's fine. <laughs> and before you can say anything or even like get his attention, he holds up his hand without looking at like to you and says, just one moment. Is that the best part? Then you see the conclusion of a Columbo episode. Pretty sure they all end like that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, one more second. The credits are rolling. Ah. He wants to see all the people who contributed to this masterpiece. Yeah, he's making you wait. He's making you wait for the credits (laughs) to finish rolling. His hand's still up. I'm going to take my bandage off and just going to start dripping blood on this floor. He doesn't seem to care. (laughs) I'm going to like move over closer to his couch. He's going to care if it's on his couch. He doesn't seem to care. I'm just going to throw the bloody bandage on his face. (laughs) (laughs) His hand goes, grabs the bloody bandage, throws it down. like, ah, ah, what'd you do that for? I'm sorry, it slipped. Ah, I missed the last few names. Damn it. (laughs) Ah, Okay, well, he turns off the TV. Okay, what can I do for you? Okay, uh, order of operation, two things. Do you do stuff with the brains, with the minds, healing of minds? Oh, uh, well, I mean, technically, uh, neurosurgery and psychotherapy was my major, but I haven't had a chance to do any of that in like 10 years. Um, ah, you got a pretty na- nasty fucking cut there. Uh, looks like uh, from the angle you stab yourself. Um, hold on. He pulls out like a little gun looking thing, small medical attachment. And he holds it up to your arm. There's a momentary sting 
as he is effectively sanitizing the wound and then carterizing it a bit. Huh. I almost forgot what it was to be to be alive. Interesting. Um, sir, I got us here with this, but my friend back here needs some help. And that wasn't it? Uh, no, I that definitely that is cool. That's like a little lollipop, you know, you get at the bank. But I need you to help my friend. He's the main reason we're here. He's reaching around in his pockets, pulls out a lollipop. No, oh, uh, and oh. he starts looking over Mad Gun. Uh, uh, he looks fine. He's Mad Gun. He's uh, kind of like gently poking your pecs and muscles and stuff and then sir this is not a visible problem if you get what i'm saying i'm like very obviously gesturing to the head and making like in here kind of motions ah would you mind stepping outside he says to you mad gun okay well i'll go stand by the door i guess and he shuts the door all right well uh you're gonna need to be straightforward with me what seems to be the issue because i ain't gonna be able to do shit unless i know what i'm working with sir this man broke he lost it, and now he is in a different time than what we are in. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. He keeps calling me and my colleagues by different names. I'm assuming of people that he's lost from earlier um, military involvement. And we've been through a lot of war, sir. All right. Yes. Okay, no, this makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Sometimes stress, head injuries, stuff like that can induce partial retrograde amnesia. I'm going to imagine that's probably what that is, mixed up with a good deal of uh, just general confusion. All right. Uh, hmm. He starts, like, throwing books and stuff around his office. We need him, sir. He's a good one. He's a good soldier. His office is a mess. There's just, like, cans being thrown all over the place as he's, like, shuffling through books and stuff. I didn't really notice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess you've been living in your own mess Shut for a up. while, so. Uh. <laughs> like, I got these same cans at home. It's crazy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> these empty these beer cans just look just like mine. Where do you get them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we must shop at the same place. <laughs> See, we each have a six, six pack or, or 20 pack. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't seem to pay you attention as he's looking That's through uh, a book <laughs> that looks incredibly old. It's all torn up and stuff. Very well read book. He's flipping through it. OK, um, bring your friend in here and uh, I'm going to need you just to, I don't know, wonder about outside. But I'm, I'm going to need some peace and quiet with uh, with your 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 big buddy. Uh, big, uh, okay, Sh sure, how long, is this gonna be like a, an afternoon, or more? Just, uh, he lifts up his sleeve, and there's a, a wristwatch on, it's, uh, it's on backwards, uh, he's looking at oh, it on the inside of his God. hand, he's like, uh, just give it, uh, give it an hour, come back, if, uh, if, if, you know, the door's closed, just, you know, keep waiting, if it's open, then, uh, I'm all done. I guess I will politely fuck off and find something to do. Okay. Just uh, don't leave the med bay. It's a bit lawless out there. Med bay's my kingdom, though. Nothing, Nothing's going to go awry here. And just like every guy in Nero, you think you're a god. Interesting. All right. Uh, hey, Gather. Gather. Yes? I want you to talk to this doctor. That's an order. And I will um, be back to collect you within the hour or so. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, just have a seat right here in the couch. Ignored the blood rag, it's not mine. And the last thing you hear as you exit the room is the doctor asking uh, Mad Gun, uh, do you like Columbo? Um, I don't think I've ever seen Columbo. Have a seat. <laughs> and the door shuts. <laughs> After a full season of Columbo, Mad Gun was healed. <laughs> The secret to, to mental woes is Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tiny, the door shuts and you're in the med bay alone. And like I said, the hall's dark. It's very empty, very quiet, but kind of messy. Uh, suddenly, there's a bit of a flickering light down at the far end of the other hall. I guess I'm going that way because... Uh... God said so, right? Yeah, I've got nothing better to do. I don't have a watch and I don't have any booze, so this is going to be whatever to stimulate me. <laughs> you hear faint, dry coughing. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hello? It's coming from that room with the light. I guess I'm going in. You enter the room. This is, seems to be the only room that is completely orderly. It is a intensive care unit with lots of machines. More machines in this room than the single solitary man in its center in a bed. He's bandaged. He's braced. He is a complete and utter wreck of a being. Socks? From looking at, you can't tell is living socks is that you no you can tell that it's not him you don't recognize this man how do you know who i am vegetable guy he doesn't seem to be conscious what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck he is handcuffed to the bed why are you calling my name are you the one who hurt everybody in front of him i'd be foot of his bed is a chart? Is a chart. Now let's look at this little clue giver. It seems he's a Xeon prisoner. The sole survivor of a crash nearby. A long exposure to flames, explosions, and the cold harshness of space. Somehow, he managed to survive. His name is Ferdinand Sleeps. <laughs> I knew it! Yes. Is there a stack of memoirs near him? Yes, actually. There's gotta be. In fact, there's a stack of notebooks, college rule, next to a chair. It seems like someone's been sitting here and writing down things he said. Huh, this isn't very interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just an old Xeon man who happens to know my name. None of his business what my name is, but... uh. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just going to like thumb through some of the books, kind of like throw them about, see if I find any interesting information within his little notebooks. You begin to read and you <laughs> lose yourself in the enthralling tell of Ferdinand Sleeps. Lone Star! Oh! <laughs> uh, interrogation's over. You're being let out of the room by Joaquin. I'm glad we got all that cleared out of the way. Uh, beer yeah. and pizza's on me, all right? Hell yeah. I go to high-five him. You know, I used to be a lot more of a stickler, 
stick up my ass kind of sort, you know? Very cruel. Almost uh, imprisoned children. Actually did imprison children. Here, in this very base. Ah, like, well, you know, we can always change, I guess. Yeah, I learned my lesson. You gotta be a little bit more relaxed, a bit more flexible. You know, I would have just denied you guys medical access here. And uh, I mean, the only reason I was waiting is because the med bay is completely run down. There's no way we can take on patients. But after you told me that your friend just direly needs help, I'm more than willing to uh, just allow you to have access to that room without any shenanigans whatsoever. Wow, that was a good, uh, good little session we had there. Glad we talked it out and got everything sorted out, man. Thanks for your help. It was uh, incredibly eye-opening. One of the best interrogations I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of. It was definitely my best interrogation, that's for sure. Now, I'll meet you for beer and pizza. There's a commissary down on the third floor. It's uh, a little bit run down, but uh, I'm sure you can find your way there. Meet you in about, he taps his watch, two hours. All right, see you there. And he walks off. What the fuck am I going to do for two hours? Well, he did say it was commissary. A commissary is like a mall, so that means there's a lot of other things to do in a mall. All right, yeah, I guess I'll scope it up. It's basically an area that uh, people can go and buy things uh, if you're, like, deployed here or if you're a a civilian family member. So the Mad Bay is, like, just shot to shit, but the the shopping center is great. It's thriving. You don't know. I'm going to go find out. Okay, you go... I'm a little skeptical now. (laughs) Anyways, you begin to head to the elevator where the, uh, uh, you know, Joaquin said he'd uh, meet you to the third floor to the commissary, a bar in the commissary somewhere. All right. What's it look like? Well, the elevator's out of order, actually. There's a small out of order sign on it. All right. What about the escalator? Uh, the, there is no escalator, but there is a staircase. Looks like the escalator's broken. I take the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> uh, you head down the stairs. Three flights is not a big deal, but it does seem oddly long, you know? And in the stairwell, there are these, you know, hazard lights that are keep flashing. So it's very disorientating. Um, it feels like the pressure is off in this room, too. And it feels like the air is a bit thin. Uh, like it's a little hard for you to breathe and you get a little bit dizzy as you near your exit on the third floor. All right. And you enter into the commissary area or what you assume to be the commissary area. Okay, I look around. What's it look like? It looks like a riot just happened here. Oh, God. Is there anyone around? No. Jesus. In fact, there's a tumbleweed blowing across your 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 your, your, your view. <laughs> there's a fucking tumbleweed. You guys you guys seeing this? Comically. I look at the look at the non-existent camera again. You guys seeing this? <laughs> just got wild. <laughs> I just walk into the middle of this and look around. Um so in the middle of this there is a fountain. The fountain's not working. It's not on the water is like stagnant steel uh there's actually some small amount of uh mold growing in it uh, it hasn't been stagnant for too long but it's like eh, you know fountains need to run all right i reach my hand into the moldy goop trying to find some coins <laughs> it's not moldy goop you can there are coins in the fountain yes all right i try to get as many as i can scoop them up all right you start collecting coins in the fountain 
bring, bring, bring. Oh, one up. You got a hundred yeah. of them, so you get wow. you get your extra life. All right, I've bagged all the coins. Write that down from the fountain. All right, <laughs> level up. Extra life. Extra life. Backpack full of coins. All right, time to spin these coins. The lights uh, turn off. Oh shit. Uh, I reached for my 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 flashlight out of my backpack. Uh, Hello. You hear stumbling. Oh god. About five people moaning. Who goes there? Can you, can you stop doing that? That's really annoying. They're getting closer. Oh god. I start uh, scrambling, trying to find my flashlight. The few <laughs> emergency lights that are on are backlighting their silhouettes along the wall, and you can see that they're coming closer to you. You find your flashlight. All right. I, I point it right in front of me. <laughs> they haven't turned the corner yet. They're coming closer. Are you going to wait? <laughs> wait? <laughs> are you going to run? Or are you going to head toward them? I'm going to turn my flashlight on and I'm going to run towards them screaming. Ah! You're met with screaming faces. Who are you? As four drunk Federation soldiers are freaking the fuck out about why you came <laughs> around the corner, screaming and yelling at them. They oh, are sorry. all clearly drunk and a few of them are holding pizza. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What I the thought, fuck's uh, your problem, man? Fuck. So, sorry, I, I thought... uh. Well, you were zombies or something. What? Uh, I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? Fuck you. Zombies could be a thing. Zombies are not a thing. You don't know. He eats a piece of pizza just staring <laughs> at you. Where'd you get that pizza anyway? Fuck you. Oh, come on, you assholes. They eventually relent and tell you where they get their pizza and their beer. And they lead you to what is a it's effectively a Chuck E. Cheese-esque establishment called Mooney Pies. Wow, Mooney Pies. This is awesome. Does everything look functional or is it like everything else? Oh, it's in perfect shape. Wow, and I've got all these coins. And there's... <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do have all those coins. <laughs> all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to grab as much pizza as I can. And then I'm just going to start hitting the rides. Hitting the games. You go in there and start eating pizza and playing games. I just smoosh as much pizza in my mouth as I can so I can run and start playing games. Mooney Pies is full of Federation soldiers who are tapping in again to their inner child, having such a blast. <laughs> yeah. You, you see uh, Joaquim? He just waves at you, nods, and he's he's fucking like killing at a, at a ski ball uh, score. Nice. I nod at him. It's like, air hockey, later, you and me. Hell yeah, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's an, there are two different balls, ball pits. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm face first into the ball pit. <laughs> there's, op, there's an officer's ball pit and an enlisted ball pit. Oh wait, which one am I allowed to dive in? Is there like a segregation officers. thing going? All right, you're I dive officers. into the officer's ball pit. Yeah. Wow. This is the most fun you've had in a very long time. You You know what, guys? This is the most fun I've had in a really long time. <laughs> you say to no one in the ball pit. Yeah, I look around. There's no one in it. <laughs> Just kind of laugh to myself. <laughs> oh, well. 
All right, get out of the pool. What other games are there? There are games with guns and shooting. Yes, plenty. Yeah, there's the time disaster. Time disaster. My favorite. Hey, fuck you. First off, Adam. <laughs> what? Are you, time crisis, really? Time disaster. And, oh, there's also, uh, I guess, fucking banner of the barely living. Jesus, fuck you. <laughs> oh, shit. Manner of the barely living. They've got everything here. Hey guys, it's me, Chris Pratt, and I'll be voicing co-pilot in Fetty Scum's graphic novel adaptation. Uh, so anyways, we got some patrons to shout out. There's Garum, aka Ganon52, and Van Van Dan. Welcome to the hell pit that is the Deadset Media Patreon. If you too would like to bathe with us in this pit of hell and help support what we do here at Deadset Media, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon. Link in the description. We just released episode four of our new podcast, A Podcast with Strangers. In that episode, Jake interviews a Scottish guy and a bird expert. Really insightful stuff. I'll put a link in the description for anyone who wants to send it unsolicited to everyone in their friend network. Cool. Well, thanks, guys, and enjoy the rest of the episode. <sighs> Mad gun. The uh, doctor's been talking with you. Just about basic stuff. Your name, your friends, just basic kind of chit chat. Asking you how much you, you know, you exercise on a daily basis, your diet, how much you drink, alcohol, water, otherwise, etc. etc. You've been cooperating mostly? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so, Mr. Gather, the mind's a bit of a a funny thing sometimes. In fact, it's uh I like to think of it being constructed like a mystery, but not like a real mystery. Like a sitcom mystery. You know, it's confusing. Designed from end to beginning. Very clear marks of a maker. At least, I personally believe so. So you gotta stay within the parameters of the show. Are you following what I'm saying? Not really. Let me put it another way. Columbo can't get shot. Make any sense? No, why can't he not get shot? Well, because he's the main character. Okay. Now, fall outside of the formula. Now, that's fine in another story, you know, but... In, you know, in Columbo, Columbo can't get shot. He can't die. He's Columbo. Okay. Anyways, I just want to help you break this down. I'm just setting the ground, all right? Setting the ground. Now, we're each in our own lives, main characters. Can you kind of see that? I guess. Even if you don't think highly of yourself, you know, even if you're a pretty humble man, it's from your perspective, right? At the very least. I guess. So, every day of your life up to this point... You could say it was an episode and a sitcom. All right, you're, you're kind of you're losing me now. No, no, just simple. In fact, you don't have to respond anymore to the things I say. Just listen, just relax, okay? Every episode, day of your life. Day of your life, an episode. Very simple, all right? And it has a beginning, has a middle, and it has an end. Generally, clearly defined. And while different things happen... There are certain rules. There are certain repeating patterns. Now, you might not always notice them. Sometimes you do. Especially when you get a lot of the same given to you day in and day out. Things become repetitive in nature. Cyclical. All right, Jack. I'm going to ask you to watch this watch. He pulls out a pocket watch from his pocket. 
and begins swinging it gently from side to side. The motion starts to slow back and forth. I'm mostly doing this as an example, you know, back and forth. Beginning to end. Bit of a lull in the middle there, all right? That's where the action occurs, rising. Well, dipping in this case, but you know, that's your climax. That's what you're going toward, all right? Now, as you can see, builds up a lot of speed there. Things can get lost there. Now, I'm just gonna help you sort some things out. We're gonna go over a few of the episodes together, you know? Just like rewinding a tape, just like rewatching old footage. All right, can you, you think you can recount some episodes of your life to me? Um, maybe? Right. I'm just gonna try to find a starting point here. Just keep watching the watch. Keep swinging it back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Soon what he's saying kind of drops out. It blurs. You don't quite know what he's saying, but you seem to understand the intentions, and you almost seem to drift off, and you hear waves crashing. So, Madgun, you are standing alone in complete and utter darkness. The voice you are listening to has completely faded, and all you hear is the crashing of waves on a beach, to and fro, very slow and distant, becoming dragged out into being just kind of a never-ending white noise, shifting to and fro. You hear a voice. So, uh, let's start at the beginning. Do I see anybody? Yes. Who do I see? He is a middle-aged detective. He looks a bit slobbish. He is uh, tired and kind of rifly kind of smirking at you. Need me to repeat myself? Uh, no. All right. So, uh, what's, uh, what's going on with you? How about you tell me? Um, I don't know where I'm at. You're going to do something, though. Think about it. What are you going to do? Something was going to happen. Uh, I don't quite remember now. Anger. I remember anger. That's good. I can, I think I can work with anger. I think I can do that. All right. Uh, have a seat. He gestures. There's a chair. Oh, there's a chair? Like, is it a beach chair? Or is it like a regular chair? Yeah, it's like a lawn beach chair that you lay in and sunbathe in. All right, I see, but I don't recline. All right, so you're angry. Something happened. You know, generally, as it does, to make people angry. Who's your best friend, kid? Tell me. Uh, Max Sunshine? Oh, yeah, Max. Max, Max. That name's here. 
he's thumbing through a book like he has notes on you already. Ah, and uh, there's a uh, Lieutenant Commander Moore and a uh, Tech Sergeant Murphy. How, how about you tell me a little bit about them? Uh, well, Tech Sergeant Murphy's an alcoholic who's as dry as a stone. Uh, and Commander Moore is a great commander. I mean, I mean, what what more do you want me to tell you? Their whole personal family history? No, no, no. That's enough. That's enough. They're, they're uh, y- you can see their face pretty clearly though, uh, right now, right? I mean, if, if I think about it, yeah. And like, uh, you know, you'd, you'd be used to seeing them around uh, hangars and such, right? That or the lounge. I mean, just really depends on where we were at the time. But before something that's like a pivotal event, like a battle, you're going to be in a hangar. Suddenly, you are in a hangar. Okay, am I still sitting in the beach chair? No, you're standing up. Bit fucky, but okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the beach chair's gone. <laughs> Uh, and it's a hanger and you uh it seems like everyone around you is doing like some pre-launch maintenance and stuff everyone's kind of hurrying up it seems like there's a battle that's going to be imminent somehow even though this seems like something that hasn't happened yet to you it seems distinctly familiar as if it was a memory and you kind of know what it has to do with you know that it is a battle that will become known as the One Week Battle, and it kicks off the One Year War. Um, and you know this was effectively the beginning of your active kills and such in battle. And you know that your friends with you here were going to head out with you in this battle, and only you would return. You know all of this incredibly well, as if it suddenly dawned on you that these things were all true. They're also here with you, trying to talk with you, prepping you through the maintenance, along with them uh, prepping their own saberfish through maintenance. Enemy forces are uh, encroaching, and the battle will be soon, very soon. All right, everybody, got your saberfishes in order? Yes, ma'am. Everything checked and ready to go? Yes, ma'am. All right, guys. Time seems to freeze. Madgun, you can still move around and look around, but they seem to be frozen in place. All right. Um, what, what can I do? Uh, you can move around freely, and suddenly you notice that the detective's here with you again. Okay, what's going on here? The Matrix is everywhere. The Matrix is everywhere. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> um, no, uh, the detective is here again, and um, he, he speaks up. Like, uh, this moment's important to you for some reason. I don't know why. You'd know why, though. I mean, lots of things happened here. Uh, fucking, I mean, I, I gave a cigarette to Tech Sergeant Murphy. He gave me some alcohol. Max started playing that fucking song again. What song? That fucking Rebel Yell song. No, not a fan? No, not by a fucking long shot. Right, right. Well, <clears throat> it's probably none of those things. I, uh... I think you know as well as I do, your friends aren't coming out of this. You get that feeling in your stomach, right? Can I stop it? Eh, you could in these memories, I guess, perhaps, but that's not going to help us. Changing memories like that is uh, not going to do any good. Catching you up to speed, getting your current, figuring out what your current issues are, why you're coming back to this point in time, to things you wish you could change. You got to just work through it. You understand? I, I guess. Um... I guess fucking I can hit play, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, soon enough, but uh, 
just uh, keep note of this uh, moment, okay? All right. He kind of just nods at you, and then he doesn't even disappear, really. It's just like he was never there, and then suddenly things speed up to uh, a regular speed. And uh, yeah, it seems like everyone is doing the final preparations and getting ready to launch. Oh, hey there, Jack. Y'all suited up and ready to kick some ass? Yeah. All right. Hey, do you, you uh you got a, like a feeling in your stomach about about all this going on? Yeah, I'm excited. First taste of real action. What about you? I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. Ah, we'll be fine. Don't worry, man. Dynamic duo over here. I hit his shoulder a little bit. Yeah, the dynamic duo. Fuck. You know, I just got a bad feeling, man. Yeah, so that bad feeling. Just stick close to me, the Lieutenant Commander. You two will be fine. Uh, gather. You uh, you got yeah. a smoke? My pack's kind of empty. Uh, yeah, I, I hear. Uh, you know, I'm not really feeling it. Let's take it. You uh, you want a swig of this? I'm gonna hold out a flask to him. Might might help with the uh, the nerves. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I'll t- I'll take a couple. Yeah, you know the best cure for anxiety is good preparation. You you got everything ready, buddy? I can help you out. Uh, he I. I was about to go over my final checklist, but I mean, I guess it won't hurt to look, go over it again. All right, I'll help you. Everything's ready to launch, and it's time to get into your saber fishes. Yeah, these saber fishes are the plain colors that you're used to. And Mad Gun, you feel that something's off about yours. You feel like it used to be colored a different way, but you're not sure. You've trained atmospherically in a tin cod. But even that is like in traditional colors and such. No hmm. custom paint scheme or anything. But in your head, there's a distinct uh, image that shouldn't this be a tin cod? Shouldn't this be painted certain way? It should. It should be painted a different way and have rust on it. Saberfish is brand new. This isn't right, is it? Something feels off. But regardless, it's time to launch. It's time to go into battle. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know about this, Max. Got a bad feeling, man. A really bad feeling. I don't know, man. I just checked over with you. Everything looks fine. I th- you're good to go, man. It's gonna be all right. I got your back, buddy. Max, wasn't wasn't has our stuff ever been in a different color? Uh, no. This is the standard color it's always been. Are you all right? I don't know, man. I just I really don't. I, I just, I've got this feeling. I just can't put my finger on it. Don't worry, buddy. I'll be with you every step of the way. Okay. It's gonna be all right. Okay, okay. Yeah. I give him a subtle embrace as I make my way to my saberfish. I'll, I got your back every step of the way, buddy. Don't worry about it. We've got this. We've been through the training. We know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You suit up and enter into your cockpit. You hear a voice, a voice you recognize as the captain of the ship. All right, those Zeke bastards sprung a surprise attack on us. We gotta give them what for and push them back. Hell yeah. Let's do it. And you launch. Stay in formation. Zeon's barrage is exhausting. And following quickly afterwards, you first encounter humanoid robots, mobile suits, the Zeon Zaku 1. Holy shit, you see that thing, Jack? Yeah, man, what the fuck is it? It looks like a giant man. <laughs> giant It's like a big fucking man. guy. <laughs> like a big old spaceman out there. We better be careful. Are we all seeing this? Yes, all of you have launched, and you're the commander, so yes, you have to give your orders. Uh, how How is the commander of this squad react? All right, I think we're going to have to divide and conquer on this one. Um, 
Stay sharp. I know this thing looks scary, but I think we've got it. Sunshine and Gether, you guys take the left, and then Tech Sergeant Murphy and I are going to take the right. Yes, ma'am. All right. Don't be idiots out there. <laughs> we would never. We're, yeah, we usually play it safe. I'm not writing any letters to anyone's moms today, all right? So let's go. All right, Gether, keep your wits about you. I got some good all soundtrack right, yeah, music okay. right here. I start playing Rebel Yellow oh, for the comms. Oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Come on, admit it. It's the best song ever. This song's fucking stupid. What? I'm gonna come over the comms. Don't be distracted out there. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. I've never seen anything like this, but I'm sure it's gonna bring its A-game. You are being approached by uh, several of these humanoid figures, surrounded, some might say, and they are coming on you quick. I'm going straight for the one on the far left, buddy. All right, buddy, let's get it done. The weird humanoid thing, as you get close to it, and as it comes toward you, it has a gun of some sorts in one hand, and in the other hand has a glowing red axe. Um, it has a very weird, smooth appearance to it overall. Its head being kind of, you know, flatly round with one glowing eye. It's a fucking cyclops. Pretty much. And with a certain burst of gunfire, it sends bullets in your direction. Both of you guys, how are you going to react? I'm going to do a barrel roll. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, I, I freeze for like a second, and then I just like I push my sticks down. Like I go into, I mean, you can't really go into a dive in space, but I mean, you, you dive below the plane of, of the in space stuff. All right. So he stays on sunshine. Ah, shit. He's on my ass. I'll try to draw his fire, and uh, I start heading towards him and um, firing off rounds from my saberfish. The rounds, they connect, but they don't seem to do much. It seems highly ineffective. Uh, hey guys, I don't think we can penetrate this. What are you talking about, Gather? Are we the only people that there are? Like, is there any? No, no, there are there are other squads. And Lieutenant Commander, if you're like hopping to other people's channels and comms and stuff and listen to them, everyone is screaming and dying. It is oh god, fucking horrific. No one seems to be holding their shit together at all in the slightest. Is that one of the Zeke's new humanoid weapons? What the hell is that? What the hell? Ah! God damn, this thing can move. Oh, fuck, it's right up. What do we do, Commander? It is bad news. Commander, that can't be that tough. What, like, you think they're just going to come out here with these fucking, like, giant guy robots and it's, it's just fine? We got this. We just got to attack them different, right? Yeah, let's switch up our strategy. Like, look at that big, stupid pink eye they got. Just shoot at that, see what happens. Yeah, shoot the eyeball. <laughs> As you give that advice, Murphy, you are being approached by one of the Zakus. It seems uh, distinctly different. Then the other two, it is grayer in color. It has a shield that it's holding. It has a fin on its head. And instead of an axe, it seems to have a sword. Like, take, take notes, guys. Like, this, it'll be fine. Just, you just gotta do this. I'm just gonna, like, open up with the machine gun straight at the eye. Like, look at this fucking loser. Like, he didn't even get a full paint job. He doesn't even have the same stuff as the rest of the guys. You fire at him, and he boosts above your line of fire and then boosts down directly at you uh, with the sword. He is going to fucking hit your saberfish. 
Oh yeah, well, two could play at that fucking game. I'm just gonna rear back on that fucking stick, throw the throttle all the way forward, and just like dump everything I have as far as like machine gun fire straight at the thing. All right, you fire at him. You do the fucking the whole fucking missile circus thing. He dives in and out, twisting and turning through all the fire. Some of the machine gun fire hits him here and there. How the fuck is this thing moving like this? None of the missiles hit him. And he cleaves you in two. Ah! Tech Sergeant Murphy's dead. Oh, God. Sergeant the saberfish explodes. Holy Sergeant fuck. Murphy! Oh, shit. Very briefly from the connection that attack had, you hear an order going out to his subordinate. It sounds a, like a gruffer voice of an older man telling his team... Schmitzer team, disperse. The other two are taking evasive maneuvers and trying to come at you guys from your flanks. All right, news, gather. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You guys have been such an honor to serve with, and I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of the badassery we are about to do. Let's go on. Yes, ma'am. Let's get them, gather. Let's do it. Let's get them with everything we've got. All right, news, more. Gather, you have, through circumstances, have a mode of attacking on one of the Zakus. Describe your rallied attack. I come from below. I'm going to come from above. More. They're coming from above and below. Take them high, leave them to dry. I don't know. I'll take that as heading directly at them, since the high ground's already taken. Absolutely. What do you guys yell as you loose everything you got at this Zaku? You let loose, and multiple missiles slam into the sky and make contact. The Zaku is heavily damaged, but still coming at you, despite being heavily damaged. And it swings uh, a fist that's holding an axe into the cockpit of Lieutenant Commander Moore, then explodes. Oh god, Commander! Fuck. Oh fuck. Before you even have time to process it, the gray Zaku's on you again. You are now out of missiles, both of you. You just sent everything you had. That's all good. News, you, you need to go, man. I'll, I'll I'll do what I can, but you just got to get out of here, man. Fuck that, buddy. I'm with you till the end. There's a ping coming on the radio for you guys. It's barely coming through. You don't know why there's so much interference in space, but it is distractingly garbled. But from what you hear... It seems to be a lieutenant of sorts telling you to regroup at a certain location. All right, let's try to get the fuck out of here, buddy. Yeah, fuck it, we've got orders. Fuck this shit. You are, uh, they are going to give you chase. They are going to follow you. And they follow you, they do, until you reach that rendezvous point. There are a few other, um, you, you see the other units that are coming closer, and as they come closer, you can hear them more, and you establish a shared uh, communications channel with them once you are within range. Oh, fuck! What is that? What is that? Fuck! Oh, God, it's not like anything we've ever seen. They got the commander, Sergeant Moore. Just stay calm. We can handle this. We can handle this. That gray one's still following you. Fuck. We're trying to pill him off. You guys get back to base. All right. You see a squad of three saberfishes head off to fight the Grey Zaku. They, they kind of fire at it, shoot missiles at it, and distract it away from you guys just long enough for you guys to start to get away and make it back to the ship you deployed from. It's fucking rough, man. Oh, God. That bad feeling you had. 
I guess you were right. Jesus. At least we made it, buddy. At least I got you, man. News. There are worrying signs coming from the instruments of your saberfish. It's been in the red for a while everywhere. Something happened. Something got hit. Ah, uh, shit. Something's not right. What'd you say, news? I got bad news, buddy. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, during the heat of all that, I didn't realize my saberfish is fucked. I don't, I don't think it's going to make it back, buddy. No, nah, buddy. Come on. You, you can make it back. Oh, no. It's it's not going anywhere. You need to get out of here right now. You lose power almost completely in the saberfish. You're just drifting now. News. News. There's no response over the comms. There's a few flashes from News's saberfish in the distance as you circle back around to try to get closer to them. They seem to be some internal mechanism flaring up as the saberfish explodes. You're in a black room again. The detective's there. Right, so that's what happened, huh? Can't say it was a great way to go for any of them. Why did you show me that? Well, you, uh... You buried it pretty deep. You said you felt anger related to this. Anger at who? The Zeeks? Or yourself? I don't know. I'm not a fucking philosophy major. Ah, fair, fair, fair. Let's move on to the next thing. Things start falling into place for you. Your escape, the retreat, the following colony drop, the Battle of Loom, where you gained your nickname, Mad Gun, meeting up with Tiny Dancer, one of the best friends and fighters you could ever hope for to have since, well, you know, being deployed on Earth to train some new recruits, meeting co-pilot Lone Star, and a certain mission you went on to steal some Zakus. You're on a gurney holding a gun, scaffolding in front of several Zakus. There's nothing else around you, it's just like a black void. Things are loading in slow, as if, like, field of view is low. You see there's a man leaning against a railing, relaxing. Uh, hey, Mac, what are you doing with that gun? I'm not sure. Something? Hmm? I don't know. Ah, fuck, sorry, I messed up, guys. Hold on, this scene's a bit incomplete still. Maybe jump to conclusions. Gotta figure some things out here. Uh, who are you, exactly? I could ask you the same question. That's eh, not important. Uh, who are you? Come on. He kind of looks at you, but then looks to Mag and kind of like, fucking, please, he's your memory. Fucking make him talk. He's, he's Haddock. Um, I'm Haddock, yeah. Haddock, all right. He looks through his little book. Hmm, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Haddock, Haddock, you're, you're some... Proto spec ops shit, right? Well, that's kind of reductive and disrespectful, bud. Oh, no, no. It says here, highly respected. Mad Gun looked up to you a lot in a weird way, you know? W weird way? In a weird way, in that you were accomplished, but, uh, it is solid. Solid friendship forged in the future. Something that could have went somewhere. Someone who could have been somebody. Mecca, Mecca, who's this crazy guy? What's going on? Uh, some fucking detective, man. I don't really know. You guys see a chicken around here playing a playing a guitar? No. Oh, he's lost it. Look, just trust me. That guy gets around. You're fucking crazy, aren't you? Just make sure that gun stays in your hand, all right? Yeah, for real. Right. He's reading the notes. Oh, I see what I forgot. Suddenly, the cockpit of a Zaku that's behind you opens up, and there's a Zeke. And it seems like it moves so quickly. Everything goes so quickly. And that Zeke shoots 
headache in the stomach. Oh, that's right. I die here. So the detective turns to you. Like, it sound right? This is about what happened? Coming back to you now? Yeah, he he fell from the the, the walkway, and I, I, I don't think we recovered his body. Yeah, I think y'all left it here from these notes. So you think this is the source of anger? I mean, you killed that guy, right? Pointing to the Zeke. Pretty sure I did, but I mean, seems like ages ago. You look the Zeke up and down. He doesn't have a face. Seems like you didn't commit that to memory. I mean, how many people do you kill that you commit to memory? Uh, well, I'm not you, but uh, eh, I get it. Right. Not thinking that this is the source of your anger. I mean, sure, this moment sucked, but uh, I don't feel like this is the source. I think something between the last incident and uh, some other incident is probably the the combo that did you in. He starts flipping through the book. All right. He comes up to you a bit close. All right, buddy, let's do this. And he says, one, two, and shuts the book. And you are suddenly at the scene of co-pilot's death, even though you were far away at the time. This has been recounted to you. You didn't see the events. You didn't hear the events, really. But it's been told to you. Lady Sark punching the cockpit. Lone Star being thrown a distance. Before you arrest, co-pilots ruined Zaku. Long after a battle has ever been done. Battle has left this place. It's calm again. And the cockpit's crushed. But outside of it is a very comfy-looking chair. And in it is sitting co-pilot. Hey, Mad Gun! Fuck. Hey! <laughs> hey! I'm gonna wave at him. Hey! <laughs> I get, okay, you don't have to wave. I, I see you. Look, it's a body. <laughs> Some mangled corpse. You know what they say about bodies? No, I, I don't, buddy. There's bodies, there's... Well, never mind. So, uh, yeah, this is the place. What place? The place where it happened. Where what happened? Uh, you know, when, uh, where I, uh, left. Yeah. You want to sit in this chair? No, nobody. No, 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 no. Wait. You should sit in this chair. Uh, yeah, I, don't be rude now. He's offering, so... Yeah, don't be probably... rude, man. Come on. All right, all right. Fuck. I'll sit in the chair. You feel that? Not really. Exactly. You don't feel anything. That's the wonders of the mighty poof. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's like sitting on a cloud of pure bliss. Okay, so I, I didn't witness this, so... Yeah, that's, uh, that's why it's so weird. Uh, it's kind of just a, you know, herd memory. But, uh, uh, I mean, he's here. You got fond memories of him, right? Yeah. Yeah, am I exactly how you remember? Kind of. Kind of? Okay. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more intelligent. What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now, now, don't, uh, don't start a fight in here. It's going to get real messy real quick, all right? Like he would stand a chance, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even in your dreams, man. Look, look, I just searched, and uh, this is what your mind took me to. So I'm thinking that this is the the impetus. This is what set you off. Now it probably took a long time to arrive. 
And it was probably some other incident that involved the death of innocence that made you recall uh, this relatively innocent, youthful man dying. And so, uh, you know, you connected him to the death of innocence that you witnessed in that, uh, that HLV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And then that, that connected to that one-week battle. You were more or less his surrogate there. Uh, and, uh, well, that brought on that angry feeling. It's like all your trauma's connected, Madgun. Yeah, it's all connected. Fuck. The detective kind of sits across from you, Madgun. All right, are you comfortable? No, just but before I go, take care of him, Max. I will. The mighty poof chairs begin lifting into the sky, becoming harder and harder to see until they finally just fade out. It's just you and the detective sitting in your own mighty poof chairs across from each other. All right. Well, you all done here? I fucking guess. Like, the, this is one hell of a hangover. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucking telling me. All right, lean back. Close your eyes. Now, the doctor that sent you here did a lot of uh, relaxing hippie bullshit. But I'm just going to punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> and he hits you in the face. <laughs> and you wake up on the doctor's couch. The fuck you hit me for? What? <laughs> I didn't hit you. I, you. You went to sleep when I was doing my hypnotism. I, it's not effective when you're actually asleep. That's not the point, but kind of relaxing. I get why people listen to videos and stuff of that, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it, some of the roleplay stuff's weird. I don't get it, but, uh, eh, besides the point, you, you feeling better? Fuck no, my fucking head hurts, and hypnotism doesn't work, you fucking hippie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm kind of skeptical of it myself. Uh, well, uh, let's get your friend in here and see if it all worked. Uh, here, I'll, uh, just wait right here. I'll go get her. And the doctor gets up and leaves. Fucking doll herds. On the TV, you see a detective, middle-aged, messy coat, kind of lazy, tired looking. He turns to the camera. Ah, just one more thing. What? Just because the past set in stone doesn't mean you can't change the future. I give him the middle finger. <laughs> and the credits roll. Tiny, we're back with you. <laughs> You've read the memoirs. They are incredibly dry. Wow. The man, Mr. Sleeps, which you find is a pretty pretty funny name considering he does not seem to be awake. Um, he coughs again. <laughs> uh, yes, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Why do you know it? Hello? And sure, be bored. <laughs> Don't hesitate, Dancer. Take the shot. <laughs> Dead set medium. Good.